Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Shut your filthy hole, Springleaf. All these years I thought you were an upstanding gangster, my loyal chum. But you were a piece of shit copper this whole time. Lawrence, listen to me. It's a balmy evening. These ice cream sandwiches have 45 seconds max before their soup. Put the gun down and let's talk about me being a piece of shit like the best friends we truly are. Oreo ones? Or that posh place again? They're objectively better, Lawrence. You have to trust me. The apricot in shortbread is to die for. I regret phrasing it like that. Please don't use it as a setup for shooting me. Oh, you'll be dying for that apricot and shortbread ice cream sandwich, all right? Shit. Literally dying. Wait, we can still save the... Co- Whoa, Mama! Sounds like old Springleaf is toast. Did I survive? You'll have to listen to the rest of this series to find out. My name is Pat Springleaf, but you may know me as James Acaster, star of Mock the Week. Why the alias? Because I'm an undercover cop, baby. You're a what? Sorry, is this a joke? I can't tell. Well, ahoy there. Those are the sweet, dulcet tones of this week's celebrity guest, Ed Gamble. What's hanging, funny man? Look, back up a bit. Are you serious? You're an undercover cop? Affirmative. Years ago, I needed to infiltrate a gang of drug dealers dealing drugs to stand-up comedians. Naturally, I assumed the identity of a stand-up comedian to get close to the gang, and while the case moved at a snail's pace, my comedy career took off like a rocket to the moon. So you've been lying to me our entire friendship? I host a podcast with you. You were a groomsman at my wedding. And now you're a guest on the most exciting true crime podcast in the world. The only podcast where a real-life undercover cop shares his actual wire recordings with the public. Yeah, I'm leaving. I can't handle this. Wait. Would you stay if I told you the wire recordings were from the biggest case of my entire career? The very case I had to become a stand-up comedian for? No, because that's what's freaked me out in the first place. Fuck's sake, man. You don't even want to comment on the ice cream sandwich chat from the opening clip? Well, where did you get them? Crunchy and creamy? Uncle Sammy's. Okay, well, Crunchy and Creamy is the superior brand if we're talking artisanal ice cream sandwiches. Quality of the biscuits, flavour profiles, their inventive approach to design is a breath of fresh air. And that's before we even touch on their fair trade policy. All in all, their respect for the culture of frozen dairy produce is second to none. Hey, Ed. Do you think it's fair to say that the clip I played at the top of the episode about ice cream sandwiches was quite the cold open? He's gone. Ed Gamble has left the studio. Let's kick things off with the first wire recording I ever made for this nail-biting, career-defining case. It all started in a dusty back room in a rickety old police station not so far away. 
One, two, one, two. Mic check. Springleaf. Springleaf. Don't talk directly into it. What? Don't talk directly into it. It'll pick up everything. Just stand normally. I just want to make sure it's working. Mic check. Cold curry and a malted milkshake. Mic check. Yeah, well, you don't have to speak into your own chest to do that. Lift your head up. Cold curry and a malted milkshake. Check, check. What did I just say? Hey, do you want me to do some mic checks once I'm out in the field too? You know, in case the sound quality is a little different out there. No, I don't want you to say things like check, check or what you had for breakfast in front of the drug dealer's pack. Christ. Quick heads up, I'm going to be wearing this all the time. 24-7, 365. Or 366 if it's a leap year. Right, but if you do that, someone has to be on the other end at all times. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Another cop has to be sat in a room, listening in and recording everything. And in this case, that cop is me. Then may I be the first to say, thank you for your service. 24-7, 365. On the Lord's Day, talk like a pirate day, Movember. Oh, unbelievable. I told them you'd be shit at this. I said to them, he's going to be shit at this. But they were all like, he's a hero. He's- That's Adams, by the way. She's a cop like me. She also knows the most about wire recordings out of anyone I've ever met and is an expert on recorded sound. And that is why I asked her to be the producer on this podcast. Say hello, Adams. No. I've lost my guest. Help me out. I don't like it when producers get involved on podcasts. Just piss off, Pat. Okay, Adams may still be angry at me for getting her fired from the force, even though I instantly hooked her up with a lovely new job. (laughs) It's hardly the same, is it? You've got TV hookups these days and you chuck me a pathetic podcast. I got fired too, Adams. With two peas in the pod. Cast. Two pieces in the podcast. Is it too late to change the name to that? Oh, oh, surely someone's done that already. Like a garden podcast, maybe? I'm just going to play the next wire recording now. Our story starts in 2013, a mere five years into the case. I'd already assumed the pseudonym James Ancaster, become a stand-up comedian and infiltrated the infamous SW6 gang. Things have been a little quiet, to say the least, but today, gang leader Lawrence had called a meeting that would change my life forever. Adam's Google two pieces in the podcast. Okay, silence for the boss, you mugs. Big announcement. Shut the fuck up! Thank you, Huey. Now, as you all know, I have been running this operation ever since I could hold a semi-automatic. Yeah, we all like holding our semis, boss. <laughs> Jesus, Ridge. I'm trying to announce my retirement here. Oh, sorry. Didn't know. Well, you know now, Reg. You shit for brains, fuckstick. Put a fucking sock in it, you twat. Huey, Jesus, that'll do. Okay, now, before I hang up my steel toe boots for good, I want to pull off one final job as a group. Sorry, Lawrence, could you project a bit more, please? I want to make sure I hear absolutely everything you're about to say. It needs to be crystal clear. uh, Quickly, what did you have for breakfast, mate? How dare you speak to your lead like that, Acaster, you fuckstick! You lamb casserole fuckstick Huey, Huey, Jesus, the man's not wrong. Look, can anyone else not hear me? Not a word. No, no, it's quite quiet. Okay, no worries, I'll do my best. I have decided, in the interest of one last hurrah, to pivot into a completely different area of criminal activity. And enunciate as clearly as possible, please, Lawrence. You'll be doing me a massive solid, mate. Hey, Caster, I will come over there and jam your head so far up your fucking zodger, all you'll be able to hear is the sound of your own piss. Huey, Huey, that's needless. It's rude, please. Our final job <clears throat> will not be drug-related. I'm bored of the same old, same old. It's time to tick one last crime off the bucket list. Riding a scooter in the bicycle lane? Even better. We, my friends, 
robbing a casino! Wow! We shall become heist men! Sorry, can everyone stop chatting? Guys, it's too noisy. Please listen to me! Lawrence, can you pick up from We Are Robbing a Casino? Uh, maybe give me a few different takes so I've got options. Are you shitting my grandmother's arsehole, eh, cat? This was unprecedented. A gang of drug dealers sidestepping into the heist game? Who ever heard the like? But little did these tough guys know they'd played it right into my hands. Tell them why, Adams. Because you used to be a con man. Bingo! Every heist needs a good con man. And long before I was a cop, I, Patrick Tennessee Springleaf, was a criminal. In fact, the first time I appeared on a wire recording, I was the one being investigated. I was 22 years old, and we're able to play it for you now because Adams found the tape in the police archives and made a copy of it. Don't say that on the actual podcast, you knob. Here we go. Pat Springleaf, colon, the con man years. Play the stolen tape, Adams. Hello, my buddy. Word on the street is you're in the con game. Got any action I can get in on? Hey, friend. Sure am. My name is Pat Springleaf. Pleased to meet you. My partner in crime, Donna, and I have been conning people around these parts for about five years now. She's in that shop at the moment, conning the shopkeeper. We're really good at conning people. If you don't believe me, I've got plenty of evidence back home to prove it. Pat Springleaf, you say? Yes, that's S-P-R. Howdy-do, crime nuts. Patrick, you wouldn't be telling this stickle brick I just conned a shopkeeper out of 250 clams, would you? I thought I made myself crystal. We can't trust any sieves on account of all the criminal activity we've been pulling. We've broken so many laws, Pat. Do I really have to list them all again? Because I'll list them all again right now. Number one, conning people. I quit the life soon after that. I couldn't screw people over anymore. I became an undercover cop to rebalance my karmic scales. How'd you get a job as a cop when you used to be a con man anyway? I'll tell you what, fair. Besides, all they had on me was that one wire recording, and luckily I didn't finish spelling my surname to that nice man. How the fuck did I get fired? You just bunch of fucking amateurs. I'm going for a walk. <laughs> what a character. Back to the case. I left the SW6 meeting and headed straight to the station to give Police Chief Angela the big news. This is unprecedented. A gang of drug dealers sidestepping into the heist game. Whoever heard the like? And it's Lawrence's last ever job. It's now on ever, Chief. They'll need to learn a load of new skills for this. Computer hacking, rudimentary gymnastics, grappling hook shit, funny voices, holding the breath. Picking the right denier for stockings you put over your head, beatboxing, tiling, cross-stitch... Laminating dough for flaky pastries, being able to explain the heist via a montage before the actual heist takes place. Plus, every heist needs a good con man, right? The coolest of the cool. (laughs) Yuckiest of the yuck, more like. More than any other criminal on these crud-ridden streets. I hate con men. Yuck! Yuck, 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 yuck! Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I meant the yuckiest of the yuck. Back when I was undercover... I infiltrated the most unscrupulous con crew. Conned a rural Amdram society out of their life savings by selling them the rights to a bogus musical based on the Hurt Locker. The guilt was so extreme, it it gave me IBS. Or as I call it, I-H-C. I hate con men. Tell you what, though, 
I bet there's the odd con man out there who just enjoys the pageantry of it all, rather than the actual ruining live side of things. They might even feel pretty bad about upsetting a large amount of essentially nice and trusting people. <laughs> Good joke, mate. <laughs> Speaking of which, I've booked you a couple of gigs at Laugh Out London. Tried to get you paid this time, but they said they're only paying acts who aren't shit. I didn't think you were booking my gigs anymore, Chief, since the higher-ups explicitly told you not to. I can run a police station and pretend to be your agent. I'm the creme de la creme, Pat. What, what, what are you smiling for? I accidentally said creme, Pat. Short for creme patisserie. It's like a thick custard. Oh, I want some now. I've had an awful run of gigs, Angela. It often feels like the audience don't like me. And you know how I hate feeling disliked. Then write some good material. Find a good persona. You should be great at that. I went through a million personas during my undercover days. An art thief with psoriasis. A safe cracker with psoriasis. An identity thief who was on top of her psoriasis, but then it got out of hand again. Angela had psoriasis. My favourite was a pickpocket with psoriasis called Tammy Shugs. Tammy would have made a great comedian. Or not. She wasn't naturally funny. Do you need to be naturally funny to be a comedian? Thanks for the pep talk, Chief. Stand-up's been tough, but I think I'm finally ready to stop bombing and start killing. Get on the ground! Get on the ground! Put your hands in the air! Step away from the Chief! Poor choice of words in the old cop house there. Uh... Later that evening, at the big gig... So, I slept on the streets last night. Fortunately, Mike Skinner is surprisingly comfy. What? Uh, The streets are a seminal UK garage act. His real name is Mike Skinner, so I did some wordplay about that. Dry your eyes, you fucking prick. Okay, well, that's my time. You've been lovely. I've been James Acaster. Get lost, loser. Okay, yep. James Acaster there. Interesting stuff. Spineless as always, E. Caster. The voice of Evelyn Mock, fellow stand-up comedian and opening act for that night's show. You totally ruined the visceral atmosphere I created out there. People don't want surrealist wordplay anymore. They want the truth. We're meant to get on stage and tell it like it is. It's our duty as comedians, and some of us take that duty seriously. Did you like my new joke, at least? The one where you sang, I'm a little teapot, short and stout, here's my handle and here's my dick? No. And neither did the goddamn audience. Hey, Caster, that was shit. You bomb tomorrow night, you're never playing Laugh Out London again. Did you get the switcheroo, though? I was holding out my arm as if it was the teapot spout, but then it turned out it was his dick. Dicks are funny, Evelyn. Real dicks are funny, James. Not imaginary dicks. Come on, man. That's comedy 101. James A. Caster, you're a sight for sore eyes. Please, may I buy some drugs? Nish Kumar, political satirist and my number one customer. Certainly, Nish, since you are so nicely. The usual? You knows it, Brosef. A little bit of everything. Hey, great set, by the way. I saw it from the bar. This audience are crap. They wouldn't know good comedy if it hit them in the funny bone. Thank you, Nish. Got to see someone appreciate seeing something different. He's flattering you so you'll keep selling him drugs. He does this all the time. Your comedy is bad. Not true, Nancy Drew. That I'm a little teapot, here's my dick bit was hysterical. I thought it was your spout, but it was your dick. (laughs) That is one of those bits where you see it and you go, man, why has no one done that before, you know? I wish I'd thought of it. I believe Nish. It feels right. 
and you can have some extra drugs for your honesty niche. Since being honest is what makes a good comedian, apparently. Hot damn! I love extra drugs! There's a little saying in show business, Evelyn. You can please some of the people all the time. You can please all of the people some of the time. But the best comedians please all of the people all of the time. What? Near shot, mate. Time to please all the people all the time. Whoa, you really inhaled those drugs. Get ready to laugh, motherfucker! Put your hands together, everyone. Welcome to the stage, our resident Tory Basher, Mr. Nish Kumar! Yes! Applaud me! Applaud me! Nish obliterated that gig and said some truly thought-provoking things about offshore accounts. I left the club dejected and went home to my wonderful wife, Sita, hoping to unwind after a long and gruelling day. I'm leaving you. Ah, oh, man! Is it because I'm too wrapped up in the case you don't feel like you know me anymore? Because I'll tell you every single detail about the case right now. Do not tell me anything about the case. It's crazy how often you offer to do that. Well, I don't like keeping secrets from you. You're my one true love. I'm not leaving you because of the case. I'm leaving to follow my dreams. Your dreams of marrying another man? My dream of running a showbiz animal agency. Oh, of course. Cedar's creatures. I've been training Serpico for the last few months. I think he could be my first client. Serpico is our dog. He's a Yorkie poo, which is exactly what it sounds like. I wanted to argue with Cedar, but that was hard since Serpico is clearly mega talented. During that conversation, he'd packed her bags, removed her house keys from her keyring and put them on the kitchen table, returned my Smash Mouth final to me, and successfully called Cedar a cab to an Airbnb that he had also booked. What did I miss? Cedar's just left me. Oh, I love that bit. Rewind it, rewind it. Well, it's not over yet. We still have to say our final goodbye. The most tragic part, Greg of the volume. Uh, can I have a skittle? No, get your own. Goodbye, Patrick. I hope the case I never want to know about goes well. Thank you, Sita. You're my North Star. <laughs> good luck to you, Pooch. You're in good hands. <laughs> oh, he's so wise. Pat, for the millionth time, you cannot speak Yorkipoo. But he always says such comforting things. You hear what you want to hear. And all I hear right now is a woman in love. You can be with me and start a showbiz animal agency, Sita. And I'll ring you every day until you realise that. No, you won't. Serpico's already blocked your number on my phone. <laughs> Thanks, man. I was thinking hinge, but plenty of fish sounds good too. <laughs> truly, truly moving stuff there. Truly, truly moving stuff. <laughs> oh, 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 God. <laughs> oh, remember when you said Serpico was so smart he aged in human years, not dog years? Yeah, uh, do you remember when you told me you could tell what made what sound just by looking at the wavs? Oh, pull up a wav if you don't believe me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
The next day I rose bright and early. Lawrence wanted to get cracking and prep this casino job within an inch of its life. Starting with some big changes. I'm going to go into the casino yeah, and go to the red and black. Oh, now, shut your traps! Big boss talking! Morning, you lovely lads. Now, I know a lot of you have questions about this casino heist, especially given our collective lack of experience and expertise, but worry ye not. As always, good old Lawrence has an ace up his sleeve, a new gang member. Someone who's pulled off numerous heists and never once got caught. So, without further ado, please give a big SW6 welcome to... Drumroll please, Huey. Donna! How do you do, Crab Nuts? Who's Joe's in the Ritz Casino? Jeez Louise, Jesus Louises, could it be? It's my ex-partner in crime, Donna. I haven't seen her since our con days. The question is, would she recognise old Springleaf all these years later? I certainly hope not. It can't be. Donna. Too kind, too kind. Now, none of you know me, and I don't know any of y'all. But, uh-oh, looks like I spoke too soon. Hey, Pat, how you doing? Oh, uh, no, uh, Donna, that's James. He's one of my best boys. James, this is Donna. She'll be training us all up for the big casino job. James? Incorrecto, El Capitano. This is Pat Sprigleaf. He and I used to be partners on Crin. Right, Pat? No, I highly doubt it. This is James Acaster, the drug-dealing stand-up comedian. I suppose he and this Pat fella just look a bit similar. James Acaster, you say? A comedian... You also say. Well, that's splendid. I love stand-up comedy. When's your next gig, James Acaster? He's on tonight at Laugh Out London. Adorable. Count me in. Can't wait to watch you perform stand-up comedy tonight, James Acaster. Mm -hmm. As for the rest of you, the name's Donna. I've never met a casino I couldn't rob, and I'm going to turn you into the best heist folk in the history of crime. I'll teach you how to hack into security systems, how to break into vaults, and how to adopt a fake persona in order to move seamlessly among the very people you're about to rip off. She looked right at me when she said that. I've scored some sweet floor plans for you to memorize, so pass them around and drink them in. Hey, James A. Caster. Whoa! Oh! Uh, hello. Um, uh, Donna, is it? Super jazzed about your hilarious comedy gig. Pat my name on the door, will ya? Oh, I don't know. They, they've said I don't get comps if I don't get laughs. Oh, and, uh, if you don't do everything I say, this canary's gonna sing its pretty little beak off. <gasps> See you at the big gig, Chuckles. Oh, jeez, Louise. Oh, Jesus, Louise. It's so weird hearing my voice back. Do I really sound like that? It's bonkers. Just get to the gig, stop putting it off. You know what? I always thought I had a really commanding tone, but I'm sounding like a wimp here, do you know what I mean? I'm going to start from the bit where you bump into your ex-wife. Oh, my God. Pat? Sita, I mean, uh, my name isn't Pat, madam. It's James Acaster. Why have you not seen tonight's poster? Embarrassingly, I was not actually on the poster due to never getting any laughs. You think that voice sounds better, do you? Yes, I do. 
Oh, shit. Are you serious? Are you... Are you undercover right now? Bet, yeah. This can't be happening. We've been broken up a day. I go to a comedy club for the first time in my entire life, and you're undercover as a stand-up comedian? Wow. When you put it like that, it kind of sounds like fate. Maybe our mutual friend Cupid brought you here. I hear he's quite the matchmaker. It's not fate. I'm here to scout Mark Silcox and Mr. Squawkley. I'm here for work. Mark Silcox and Mr. Squawkley were a double act consisting of comedian Mark Silcox and his pet parrot, Squawkley St. Stevens. Their act mainly consisted of the human repeating whatever the parrot said. So cool you're an agent now. I have an agent of my own, you know. If you'd like to take her card... Angela Chiefly? Codename. Listen to me. I'm going to stay until the end of Squawkley's set, then I'm going home. Tell everyone I was a groupie trying to get in your pants or something. It's good to see you again, Cedar. I love you to heaven and back. I leave after the parrot. Get away from me. The parrot was headlining, so bad luck. Hey, James A. Caster. Oh. Oh. oh, hello, Donna. I hope you got in all right. That was just a groupie trying to have sex with me. Shut up. I know it's your ex-wife. I've been keeping tabs. Wow. No one's ever kept tabs on me before. Makes me feel kind of special. Wild you became an undercover pig. It would suck if the SW6 gang got wise. Or how about if someone told the cops you used to be a con man? That would be so shitty for you. Yeah, both those things would be awful, actually. How about you, though? Running casino heists now? That's crazy. What? I've never done a heist. But... But Lawrence said... I'm a con woman, dingus. I fake train them, then I rob their HQ while they're in the casino. I've done it like a thousand times. How do you fake train a gang for a casino heist? Feed them the plot to Ocean's Eleven, let nature do the rest. I actually feel quite proud. You've gone into a first-class con woman, Donna. I'm glad you think so, because you're going to help me hoodwink these gangsters, even if it screws up your lousy little case, which hopefully it will. Now buy me an espresso martini and buzz off. One espresso martini, please. Come in right up. You probably want to know why I didn't show up all those years ago. One espresso martini. Put it on my tab. You don't get a tab if you never get laughs. <sighs> I don't give a flying fuck into a rolling donut while you quit the life. You're my Garfunkel, nothing more. It was fun while it lasted, Springles, but I made Graceland without you, and I'm only letting you jam with me now because you happen to be in Central Park during soundcheck. Ugh, is there coffee in this? <laughs> no, thank you. Bye, Donna. Who's Garfunkel? A comedian? Get away from the bar. Here he is, Captain Dad Jokes reporting for duty. What you got in store for them tonight, Captain Dad Jokes? Maybe your dog's got no nose? Or has your wife been to Jamaica? Joke's on her, my wife's in the audience and my dog's a genius. Don't listen to her, James. You're the best comic on the bill, possibly the world. Thank you, Nish. Would you like some drugs? Yes, I would. Mark my words, if you don't get on stage and tell the truth for once, you're donezo. She's right! Audiences appreciate honesty! Not now, Squawkly. I'm getting it from all angles. Okay, are you ready for your next act? Well, he's a regular here, for now. Please give it up for the interesting comedy of James A. Custer. Say something! Good evening! How are you? Are you well? Oh, 
cool. Uh, my name is... Uh, I mean, I'm... Uh, um, my name is Pat Springleaf. And I'm an undercover cop. Boom! What a cliffhanger. Announcing I'm an undercover cop on stage? Will the risk pay off? You'll have to listen to the next episode to find out. Well, they already know you got fired. I didn't get fired for this, though. I did much worse stuff than this. Hey, how do we get on with that two-piece-in-a-podcast business? Already taken. Whittaker and Beckett talking about public toilets they've used on tour. I listened to the Toddington Services episode on my walk. Beckett bought one of those chewable toothbrushes. It was, it was funny. It was funny. Pat? Ed Gabble's back, everybody. It's a podcast miracle. If you wore the wire during my wedding, could you send me the audio? The videographer screwed us. Adams, do we have that? Yeah, but it's mainly you loudly sobbing and then humming the off-menu theme tune as she walks down the aisle. Oh, forget it. Adams, do Beckett and Widdicombe go to T-Bay services or no? They're super fancy services. Have you been there? They're super-duper fancy. Springleaf was written by and starred James Acaster. It featured the voices of Chloe Petz, Donald Gleeson, Evelyn Mock, Finn Wolfhard, Freya Parker, Jack Diaf, Jason Forbes, Kath Hughes, Kima Bob, Louis Farouk, Nathaniel Metcalf, Nish Kumar, Pat Cahill, Sharon D. Clark, and Sindhu V. And our studio guest was Ed Gamble. Extra jokes were by Alison Spittle, Celia A.B., Ken Chen, Matthew Crosby, Rose Johnson, and Tucson Douglas. Massive thanks to everyone who backed the Kickstarter, including executive producers Brian F. Ottin, Eva Peteroy, Janine Giswaldo, Mel Stacey, and Stephen Bailey. And also to Acast for having us as part of the Acast Creator Network. Original music is by Namdi, and sound design is by Charlie Brandon King. The assistant producers were Katie Sayer and Michaela Carmichael. The producer was Lindsay Fenner, and Springleaf is a Mighty Bunny production. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.